0: Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles Podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are All genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, another rider, another day. Today we have the lovely Anastasia all the way from Angola via Holland and now in London. She's a translator. She studied her degree in international Business Business. and she's going to tell us like how how she came to live here, what life was like in Angola, and um, how how what it's like
1: translating the kind of
0: clients she has translating. This is so funny. So
1: tell us. Okay. Um, So I was born in Angola, then I moved to the Netherlands when I was about seven. Um, lived that all my life till I was about 17 Finished my high school or what you call Secondary school I guess What you guys call that And um, moved to the UK to learn English Spent about seven months here Went back to Amsterdam That's when I started translating When I started my, um, my Bachelor's degree so that's you when I started
0: English in seven months?
1: Yeah well I mean I was learning it when I was in school Already back in Holland But that's just like the grammar and all of that but the practical experience I got when I got hit okay. so um, you work as a translator
0: what's what's life like working as a translator now what do um, you translate
1: for okay so it started as a freelance thing when I was um when I first first year of university where um in a call center so people would call us like police um ambulance people they will call us and be like we need someone to translate this language because we have got a patient we can't understand them or we got we we, we got a suspect or the police would stop you on the road so they call us and then we would then transfer them to people who translate the language that they needed so because i spoke uh, i speak six languages so six languages? yeah <laughs> like portuguese? so yeah so i speak portuguese french spanish um lingala and dutch what Was that six english. in english yeah so
0: six. that's amazing. So I know most Africans speak about four languages. So yeah. Are you
1: fluent in all of those languages? Um. Yeah, I would say Spanish is definitely the least. But yeah, still, because I lived like in Mexico for a while. From Mexico. Yeah, I lived in Mexico for a while. So
0: what did your parents do while you travelled
1: so much? Um, my mum works in a casino. Okay. Um, yeah, I never knew my dad. Oh, sorry, So that. no, that's all right.
0: Amazing. So, so basically, what kind of things have had you you've had to translate for? What is there any interesting stories? Any amazing like, but yeah, I wish I'm not doing this. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, the only thing I can remember is when I first started, I was um, it was I had like a night night shift, which start like around eleven till seven in the morning, and. Um, I think it was an immigrant, that's someone from Angola, she came from Angola, I think he got stuck in Amsterdam, and then they called us, they said, we need someone that speaks Portuguese, but so I did something illegal, normally you're actually not allowed to do it when, um, when there's no official translator, when I'm in a call centre, I'm not allowed to translate, only when I'm off duty in a call centre, then from home, I'm allowed to translate, so I was like, okay, we don't have a translator in Portuguese, but you know what, if it's not too much, I'll help you, I'll help you out, so then, <laughs> I understood that the the Angolan guy Was trying to apply for asylum In the Netherlands So he didn't know what to say So then I was like Okay should I coach him Should I be quiet Because I could get fired by coaching him And telling him stuff that he never said So um, yeah that was like the only funny situation That I can like really remember Did
0: he get his stay
1: Um, No I can't remember Because I wasn't allowed to finish the whole interview
0: So why? Why would he? What, what is it? What's the situation with um, Angola? Why he would need to claim asylum? I
1: mean, are they
0: at war or
1: anything? I, I'm there's no war in Angola, but it's still an African country, you know, like I it's still a the country in development. Yeah, but that's not asylum. You've no, but you can come, see the thing about, like, a lot I'm of Africa, well, not, maybe I'm here snitching sure, on people.
0: I, I, just to make sure, I'm not saying that he he shouldn't come here, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to, when you're an asylum seeker, mm-hmm. from my understanding, mm-hmm. you're seeking asylum from persecution, so you could have been against yeah. the government or yeah. things, but what I'm asking you is... Mm-hmm. What's the situation with with Ang- him. Angola? Yeah. To why somebody would from Angola would need to seek asylum?
1: Okay, so in my own personal situation, what I noticed that like my um, my stepdad was a, pol- a political refugee, so we came here as political refugees. That's I, on my own. To Holland. Yeah, that's my own personal situation, but people come here for all different reasons. So I wouldn't know why. But yeah. on his case, did you know? No, I never got, no, never got to find so you're out why. Just helping a fellow comrade out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I coached him my little bit, just a little bit. Didn't want to get in trouble.
0: Okay. But, Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Fair enough,
0: I it happened. So what? Um, what did your stepdad do? Did he? Did he do anything that was wrong?
1: If he did anything that was wrong. No, because you said he was a. He was a yeah, he was in the military He was working in the military for a while for a, well, for a very long while, over 20 years mm-hmm. But what he did Why he didn't do that I don't know
0: So the regime, did, 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 the, did the regime change or something?
1: The regime hasn't changed I mean
0: No, because usually if you're in power mm-hmm. With the old, old kind of yeah. guard And a new guard comes in Everybody else has to run off do you see
1: what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's definitely changed I know, like, they've changed, like, the The former president and all of that Everyone that was in power at that time, like Got sacked and, you know, to replace them But whether that's really changed Couldn't oh. tell you I mean, haven't been in Angola for so long So,
0: so how do you find living in England?
1: Um, it's been great so far It's been okay I mean, i moved here because I love the city I love the people But um, the food is horrible But then again <laughs> In In Holland, it wasn't the greatest food either. So, yeah, no, it's great.
0: And the last question is, what's the impact you want to have on the world?
1: I just want everyone to be zen. Okay. Yeah. That one, yeah. Just everyone needs to be zen. Everyone needs to be zen and like don't worry about life so much. Okay. This year has taught us that like we could all die like just like that so like enjoy your life as much as you can man okay
0: well thanks a lot for that you're
1: welcome that was funny
0: much <laughs> appreciated that was funny well, I'm
1: gonna...
0: we hoped you liked that episode keeping in mind we never know who we are going to interview we post twice a day 8am and 5pm GMT have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday, with a guest investor and Fridays talking about investment, politics and history providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.